to the On The Slab Horror Show, the show that we bring to you each and every Friday night. Why do we do this on a Friday night? As the lads aren't here, I'll do it myself. We do this on a Friday night because Friday night is horror night. And for my guest here that might know or you might have heard on previous episodes, Friday night was the night that we used to get our old school horrors on free to air TV. After what we'd have is the watershed, 10 o'clock at night. Used to be horror night. It's where I got a lot of the classics in. First horror oh. movie ever, Nightmare on Elm Street. Free to air TV. <laughs> Can't beat it. <laughs> and we kept that. it to this. That's why the show is released at 10 o'clock on a Friday night. Um, but tonight joining me is probably one of the last, maybe, maybe one of the last Mute Letter 2 cast that we're going to have on, uh, Mr. Eric Six. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Good to have you on. Um, thanks for taking the time out to come on. Well, thanks for having me. It's such an honor. I, I've watched the uh, previous episodes. This is going to be fun. I can tell. I love how you guys do the interviews. So, yeah. We, li- we like to keep it easy and free-flowing. That's usually when the best conversation comes, when you have scripted stuff. It's great. You get some information, but most of it's going to be the same. This one, you never know where it's going to go. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we have interviews that have gone out, and they've just been completely random. Oh, that's awesome. That, I love random. That's how I am. Yeah. <laughs> Now, that better be straight vodka, not water. It, it is water. I'm sorry. It's a little early over here. Maybe later tonight. <laughs> what is it? It's, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is, yes. It's still daytime for you. <laughs> it is. I usually don't start that until nighttime when the sun goes down. <laughs> so it's not It's not a respectable drinking hour. <laughs> right, yes. No, not at all. Well, I'm sure it's beer o'clock somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I guess five o'clock is when you start. I mean, the saying is what five o'clock somewhere. So technically, I guess I could start. Yeah. Well, it's beer o'clock somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's always beer o'clock. Heck yeah. <laughs> um. So tell us a little bit about yourself. How you got started in acting and and whatnot. Tell us all things, Eric. Cool. So yeah. So it, it's really funny. Horror movies are actually what got me started into uh, acting. Um, the first ever horror film I saw was Scream from 1996, of, of course. Um, and yes, absolutely. And um, that I, you know, at the end of the VHS, that's how I watched it. It, it had the B-roll footage of like Scream 1 through 3. Um, I would watch that. And nice. yeah, yeah, that's what I would watch. I One night I kept it going through all the credits and I watched that and I looked at the screen and I said, that's what I want to do. I want to do what they're doing. So throughout high school, I, uh, you know, did all my musical productions because that was the only thing that was offered as acting. And then through that, I signed with my first agency. And then when I graduated high school, I went out to L.A. for a year at a performing arts school. I didn't like their program so much. So I came back to Ohio and I started out as an extra. And then I worked my way up to featured roles. So, yeah, (laughs) started from the bottom right to the top. The very bottom, yes. <laughs> the very I mean, bottom. So that would tell you your age is a lot younger than me if Scream was your first was your first horror to see. What was your first? I, I'm I'm curious. My first was Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh that's right. Oh cool. Well, I love Nightmare on Elm Street. It might not have been, but it's the first one that I really remember. I remember like 
I remember saying that it was on, and I used to sleep in the attic in my man Lad's house, and they were in bed, and I snuck down the stairs and watched it. Now I remember missing, well, I think I think I remember missing the start of it, and I came in with you know the scene where he's in the alleyway, or the first yeah. scene I really remember where his arms stretch out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, God damn, <laughs> God it- damn. That film still holds up today. Even sometimes I'm watching it by myself. It is so eerie if you think it just it's just eerie how Robert England like just his mannerisms with that character. I he did a phenomenal job. But again then you have obviously the Wes Craven connection, so you said your force was Scream. Yes, yes. I mean, you're talking about him probably in my opinion, the second best horror director. Oh oh yeah. He he's I consider him the the first. I know that. Well, I guess I um, I did for a long time as well until I actually sat down and watched the body of work of John Carpenter. That's true too. He um, is the but he. Oh, you can sorry. see where people would would have one or the other. Yeah, I mean, I guess Halloween did start kind of the whole slasher genre so john carpenter yeah. i guess of course should be yeah i, I understand well, that as it says you've got carpenter you have halloween you've got the thing theoretically i don't consider it really a horror but they live far ahead of its time uh prince of darkness things like that they were phenomenal and um, don't get me wrong obviously craven had people under the stairs nightmare on elm street scream like scream really changed everything Oh yeah, it it's still. I mean, it's still prominent. I think all all horror movies coming out are trying to be as meta as possible, which is really cool to see. Yeah, um, but like when you look at what Scream done, like bringing the big name and Drew Barrymore in, and the ultimate swerve. But people are like, oh yeah, but he killed off the the, the person you thought was going to be the main person. That's not the first time he's done it. He done it in mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street with Tina. He has her as the open scene and she gets killed off in probably one of the most famous kill scenes in it. Yeah, yeah. Wes Craven definitely had like his own way of setting up the film. But yeah. But for me, he I'd always maintain that he saved slashers really in the eighties when he brought out Nightmare on Elm Street. Because up until then you had the slow moving methodical slashers. Like, don't get me wrong, everyone loves Michael Myers. For me, up until 2018, the franchise was nothing for me. I loved the first one, but everything else I was kind of like, all right, apart from Tree, Tree was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, I see, when I was younger, I, I didn't like Three because, of course, Michael Myers wasn't in it, and I was too young to understand filmmaking and art, being artsy, and then now I, I, I come to love it. Like, I, I watch it every Halloween, just something fresh, something new. It's so different that... Yeah. I can understand why people hated it. Yeah. But if that didn't have the name Halloween, you'd sit there going, well, that was awesome. Exactly. Like, I don't know if you've seen some of the back catalog where I've actually brought up my Scream story. Have you ever heard it? No? No, huh? No. So, remember when lockdown started in 2021? 2020? Mm-hmm. Right, I was sitting there and obviously everyone was watching movies and stuff and I was like, you know what, I'm going to go back and re-watch Scream. 
So I sat, I was, t- sat, I was texting the lads, and I said, I'm watching this game, like, oh, yeah, it's great, this, that, and the other. I sat there and watched it going, yeah, I've never seen this before. You're kidding. I sat there and watched it going, yeah, I've never seen this. I have no recollection of any of this. None. That so, is, that's so shocking. Oh, my gosh. Like, I, I might have seen it beforehand and not remembered any of it, but when I sat and watched it in 2020, I was like, no, no idea. Not a clue. Wow. I like obviously I knew who the killer was because you see you see it everywhere that it was the ultimate first double killer really and stuff. Yeah. But I sat watched one, two, three, and four, and then obviously I went to see five then in the cinema last year, and now we have six coming out relatively yeah. soon. At two weeks, I got tickets to go to the fan event. I guess they're gonna give out a poster or something. I think it's in two weeks. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be yeah. definitely different. It's gonna be different. Wait, I'll, I'll I'll put it to you now before we get into your own movies. Okay. Who's the killer? What's the <sighs> twist? I'm putting you on the spot here. You know what? I really have a feeling. They're going to reveal one killer, which I think it's the, um, I forget his name, the kid from Avatar, because he's, uh, whoever wears a flannel is a killer, no matter what, in <laughs> every photo he's in a flannel. And then I think the second killer, which is the, de- like the decrepit mask, the one that's like very decrepit and stuff, we won't get a reveal and that'll lead into seven. I think they're really going to do it this time where it's just going to yank us through it really fast. We'll get one killer, but not the other. Now. Yeah. That's out there. Yeah. Scream with only one killer? No. Yeah. We know For that now. can't happen. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised to see um, Hayden Panettiere being the killer. But my outside left field is that it's Neve Campbell. You know what? I, I could see that. Honestly, I could because, see that. Because of all the controversy over the contract and stuff... I wouldn't be surprised an out there left field. And that's it, folks. You heard it from me first. If it <laughs> happens, it happens. Yeah. If she turns out to be the killer. Honestly, I think that would be awesome. I, I would, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be just a, a swerve that Craven would have done. Obviously, it's not Craven doing it, but the ultimate Craven style to, to do it. That's true. Yeah. Hey, I if they do that. You need executive producer credit. I'm putting that out there. <laughs> and uh, and Courtney Cox needs to be put down out of out of the franchise because my God, is she an awful, awful actress in it? Oh no. Uh, I like Courtney Cox, but I just the last two have just been horrendous for. Her. Yeah, I, I can see what you mean. Yeah, it seems like the character of Gail has kind of gotten a little stale i i don't know it's she's not as spunky especially in yeah. this last one I, w- I was really let down with her character development which it could have been the writing i don't know what was i don't know what was going on i thought they made the wrong choice now i'd heard the choice between horror and dewey was who was meant to go and i think dewey revealed reinvented himself in all of them obviously yeah. the first one we had kind of the the spunky cop the second one where he was kind of more disabled in a way with his arm and his hand and stuff and then the third one he comes back to being himself again the fourth one then it was just yeah and then five obviously the ending for him was 
was very good. Yeah, I'll be honest, that scene came up in that theater and I buried my head in my hands. I was screaming. I, the people in front of me looked. I said, don't just look towards the screen like you don't understand this character. I felt like I've lived through it with him for, what is it, 15, 20 years? I mean, it's what? like, yeah. 96. 96. So, when did the last one come out? 2022? Yeah. 26 years? 26 years, yeah. So it's like, mm. Uh, it was um, it was thing I remember sitting there like myself and Ted, one of the other guys that comes on. We went to it to see it the first day because I was like not being ruined for me, not happening. <laughs> I sat in the cinema and when we got to the hospital scene, I was just kind of like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, could you feel it coming? I could feel yeah. it because I'm like, don't go back. No, you're doing everything that you taught us not to do. Like, don't go back. Just get in the elevator. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you could see it coming, and the build was there, and you're like, and then it gave me that that whole double take, and I was kind of like, oh no, I know. Oh. Yeah, well, even he even gave us the one last one liner and stuff. Okay. I was like, yeah, it's I was like, honor. yeah, it is an honor. I mean, like he's such a good actor, like he's he, he's so underrated, and a lot of his movies he played those kind of cheesy roles. Obviously, done eight like freaks and stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was just a fun character. He he brought a lot of heart to that franchise. And I, I've never really delved, like, dove into this. They say, you know, Nev. Yeah, Sydney had a lot to do with it. But Dewey, that character is, I feel like, the heart and soul of that franchise. He was, he was the glue that knitted everything together. Yeah, everything because was. Yeah, it, exactly. If you look at it, Gail and Sydney never got on. Mm-mm. But the link between them was Dewey. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. he saves them and he comes back and he's there and he gets stabbed and he gets stabbed again and you're like, Jesus. He's been through um, so much. But uh, no, I, I just, it's a, like, Ted, to be fair to him, has always hung his hat on that franchise, saying it was the best franchise. Uh, Ian is staunch Halloween. Carl would be, Texas Chainsaw would be his favourite. Obviously, oh. I'd I'd be I'd be Nightmare on Elm Street, but I think, by and large, Scream's probably the strongest. For um, sure. There's not really a bad entry in it. Okay, three might be the weakest, but I, it's still a good entry. It it is. I I well, there's a lot of production stuff that happened with three that I mean yeah. people can research. You know, the Columbine shooting and stuff. So they really had to tread lightly. Yeah, yeah, it was just the times, but it was un- it was unfortunate that outside intervention or outside um, issues happened. Yeah, but like it's not a bad entry; it's mm. just the weaker of the five that we had so far. Oh, for sure. Yeah, um, where if you look at Texas Chainsaw, Jesus, everything, bar, bar seventy four and two thousand and three, and maybe maybe two are horrendous now don't get me wrong the 3d one's a bit of fun but it's a terrible movie um letterface was meh um the beginning was okay with stefan dorf but meh. halloween as i said i've already i've already expressed my feelings to people everyone knows about that yeah 
I have to ask you, did you like Halloween 2 from the 80s? See, I loved Halloween 2, and I know that's a whole thing within the Halloween franchise. So, I did and I didn't, if you know what I mean. So, for me, as I said, I didn't really like the franchise. I loved 78, because obviously it's 78 and it's just phenomenal. Um, And I'd seen, I've seen them all. But I never really liked it. So I'd only ever watch 78 and I'd watch 3. But then again, I know 3 is Halloween, but I don't actually count it in that franchise, really. Yeah. And then it took me till 2021 to watch the 2018 one. The lads were pestering me and pestering me to do it. So I watched it and then I went to see uh, ends or kills and then ends. And I loved that timeline. But Halloween 2 in the hospital and stuff was very, very good. It had a different feel to it. It tried to reinvent itself. Yeah. And there was some really cool deaths in it and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it was okay. Uh, like, And there's like a, there's a hot take. I didn't really mind Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Really? Okay. Didn't like the first one. The first one was horrendous. Yeah, I didn't either. I... Two, two was okay though. I think he redeemed himself a little bit with two, but all in all, he shouldn't be allowed near a reboot of any franchise ever. No. No. I mean, I watch, I sat and watched the monsters, and I might as well have carved my fucking eyes out. Oh god! <laughs> oh, That's the way to put so it. bad. And he needs to stop casting his wife. For the love of God, mate. He might that might be your wife, but boy, God, she's a terrible actress. And I'm sorry if, if this, somehow that they're watching this. You're right. I, I tell I'll tell you to your face, your wife's a terrible actress. That's funny. She was great as Baby in the Firefly trilogy, but that's it. Shouldn't have ever been cast again. Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of her. I, I think I've, I know her from Halloween, and I think, was it The Devil's Rejects? Is that what yeah, it was? Yeah, she played Baby in the Firefly trilogy. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, House of a Thousand Corpses, oh, Devil's yep, Rejects, and then Tree from Hell. Gotcha. Yeah. So his orig- Rob Zombie's original stuff isn't bad. Yeah, I mean, I, I like his, um, his grungy feel, but it didn't go with Halloween. Halloween is very suburban, and it did not mix. I was like, ah, no. Yeah, yeah, it's the same with that 2013 reboot of Friday the 13th. Just did not work at all. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, but as it's like, I hung my hat on Night on Elm Street, and that has some of the worst entries. Like, Freddy 2 is horrendous. Like, for me, apart from the 2010 remake, that's by far and away the worst in the franchise. That and then the one Freddy's Freddy's dead where they have the baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh Freddy's nightmare, whatever. New Nightmare was fucking brilliant though from Craven. Oh yeah, I love New Nightmare. I usually go from Nightmare One to that one right away. Yeah, and then obviously we have Tree, which is brilliant. Yeah, are they remaking that or reboot? Someone said I don't. That was a long time ago. Maybe I know they said they were gonna try to do Nightmare three again but as the first one or something along those lines i mean i could see that i could see that now um ted who we have on the show quite regularly 
he has a brilliant idea for Nightmare on Elm Street. He says, if you were rebooting that now, you'd reboot Freddy in VR. As the way to go. Which would be a really good take on it. Yeah, it would. And we've obviously we've obviously seen Freddy arrive in VR when we when Spielberg made Ready Player One. Yeah, yeah. Who who what other it was Chucky was in that too, wasn't he? Ready Chucky Player One. Chucky was in it, Jason was in it. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. Um, and then obviously then the news broke there a little while ago that Sean Cunningham is gonna remake Friday the thirteenth. Having, I think he's reacquired the rights to Friday. Yeah, there's a. I, he's movie reacquired and TV the rights. Show? The TV show is coming out. Yeah, that's Crystal Lake. That's done by Peacock, I think. Yeah, and A24. A24 done it, did he? I I want to say yes, and Kevin Williamson's name was thrown in there. I don't know. There was an article said A24, Kevin Williamson. Don't know what that means. I mean, we can we cannot confirm nor deny this, but no, we're going we do not. fuck it. <laughs> and then obviously they're gonna remake House. Oh yeah. Now House is one that I've always maintained, and it's a name that's came up on this show quite a lot because I used to go and rent DVDs, and we always used to talk about the artwork on DVD boxes and video boxes. And House was the first one that I really remember. Where it was the black cover and the hand pushing the doorbell. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so. But that's just horror in general, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, and like, for you, you'd be, you obviously are a, a horror fan, saying that oh. that was the reason that you went up. So, before we get into your movie, which I've spoke about to about a million people at this stage, <laughs> um, Tell me some of your favorite horrors. Obviously, Scream being one of them. Scream, Halloween, um, Nightmare on Elm Street, and then I do like a good Friday the 13th. Like, during the summer, I usually binge watch them. I know they're kind of just, but I just, they're just iconic. They're, you don't need to think very much. They're just iconic to me. I suppose Uh, when when you look at it that way, it is, I find Friday the 13th probably the most boring. Yeah, um, because they're all the same, really. Bar the first one, which, as far back as I can remember, absolutely terrified me. But not for any other reason other than Kevin Bacon's death scene with the arrow through the bed. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I used to always sleep on my side then, and I've been like, nope. <laughs> I know. I'm always scared the hand's gonna come up and grab my forehead. Yeah. I'm like, oh well, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, but um, that's it. Like, other than that, like, I couldn't, apart from Jason X, I don't think I could distinguish between any of them, like any of the kills. Because um, everyone obviously remembers Jason X for the liquid nitrogen. Oh, yeah, the smash of the yeah. head. That was classic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I might have actually been Jason 4, where he puts the girl in the sleeping bag and starts whacking her off the tree. Yes, all oh, that, that one. Yeah. Or, or the girl in the car where she's doing the cocaine. There's <laughs> just a couple that stick around, but other than that, there's not many I can really remember. Yeah. But, uh, like, go ahead. So what else have we got? So all um, the classics. All the classics. And then um, I really like, I, I, I might get 
you know, people are like, really? I love the remake of Black Christmas by Blumhouse. I, I know, I know. I don't know why. The first time I saw it, I was like, what was that? But I find myself watching it more and more. Are you talking about the 06 one or the, the 19 one? No, the 2019. Oh, no. No? Okay. I know. That's no. why I was like, ah, I didn't know if I wanted to say anything. I mean, That's kind of like I, my... I can... See, I can never really slag anybody on terms of what horrors they like. Because some of the ones that I like are really out there. So go on, throw me a couple that are sort of out there for you. Apart from Black Christmas, which I'm not getting into because I might get kicked <laughs> off YouTube again. You're fine. I know, that's why I didn't want to bring that up. Um, I really, I don't tread too much into like out there stuff because if it's too avant-garde i just can't get into it i'm trying to think off the top of my head um i'm sure there's some i've seen that i i've, I've broken you know <laughs> yeah no you're, you're i'm trying to think um i like the prowler but it's still in the the, the slasher genre you know we're getting back into yeah, the classics the prowler well, no, because like more so rather than the sort of big six names that everyone throws out obviously shoot me a couple they don't have to be like out there out there no you're good the burning i really liked the burning it was pretty cool it's a long time since i've seen that a long long time and then what's is it curtains that's another cool one can't say i've even heard of that one yeah it was um it's from the 80s i think you can view it free on youtube um i i just found i think during my summer break last year i found a bunch of 80s which kind of went with mutilator that's kind of why i watched them all just to get the theme but uh, i went through and just watched a bunch but i, I believe it's called curtains it, it was it was it was different it was cool i'll, uh, I'll check that one out. i'll put it on the list now within yeah. saying that i might start watching it going now nah, i've seen this it probably you probably yeah. have go on give me give me a couple more and we'll see and then we'll get into it um honestly i think that's all that are out there that I've seen that are different from the the list. <laughs> final exam, okay. Final exam. That's the last one. I haven't seen that one either. No, it's another '80s one, free on YouTube as well. So normally I've seen quite a lot of the '80s ones, but there were so many. They churned out so many. It was. So now, we didn't say that. I might have seen them, but they could be called something else over here. That's true. That's true. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna have to send this on to buddy cooper the fact that you didn't put the mute letter in there oh no why didn't the mutilator no i should have so now oh i'm going to end this episode <laughs> you're done you're done yeah. it's over it's over and there and there was ruth martinez singing your praises telling me that ruth. i should get you on she she's gonna be so sad when i tell her i know she is a, she is a sweetheart i love ruth yeah, the amount of times your name came up from some of the cast that we've had on. Oh, really? you know, he's, he's great, he's this, he's that. And then you don't oh. even pick the goddamn movie. <laughs> I know. Oh, I got to do this too. They they got Matt. Listen, I, I'm a brunette, but I should have been a blonde. I have to show the hat, the Mutilator 2 hat. Do you have yours? I, ha I have one. I think the kids might have took it though. They took it? Yeah, because they normally leave it beside the computer. Yep. They must have moved it. You're good. Just have to show this baby off for a minute. Little fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yep, they've moved it. They took it. Yep. 
Buddy was Buddy was kind enough to. Uh, sorry, I don't know whether I lost signal there. No, you're good. I I, I got you. Buddy, uh, Buddy was sound enough and nice enough to send me a hat. Oh. On the cast and crew hat. It's, it's I love it. Awesome. Can't believe they've moved it. <laughs> now you're gonna be you're gonna get that hat after we're done. We're like, give it back. Yeah, well, no, I'd say it's somewhere in the kitchen or something. Totally. Gotcha. Um, normally, I was where I have it the new setup for the, the the podcast. I have it moved into the sitting room, and I normally have it sitting down beside the table, the little table here. Cool. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, no, I love my my mute letter too, ha. It's awesome. It's just so iconic. <laughs> because um, what first happened was Anna was the first guest that we had on. Oh, yep. Uh, and she had one, and I was like, I want one. And she was like, well, I'm not sure I can get you one. I was like, I want one. I was like, I will get one somehow. <laughs> so I eventually started running through the cast list, and then Buddy picked up on the show, and I had him on, and he was like, I'm going to send you something. I was like, yes. You're like, yes. Heck yeah. Now I have one. <laughs> that's awesome. Honestly, that's the first thing they gave me when I got off the plane and they took me to set. They gave me all the merch. They're like, here's this, here's sunglasses, here's here's a poster, like welcome. It was, it was so cool how they introduced you on set. It was just so a iconic. welcome pack. <laughs> yeah, it was, it basically, it was like a PR welcome package. I was like, this is awesome. I'm like, yes. So what, what have you got left for it? Because I need you to pack it up in a little brown box and send it back to Buddy with an apology <laughs> note. I know. I gotta send it all back. They're gonna delete yeah. my scenes. Eric six over. <laughs> um, oh. but yeah, uh, like the mute letter one is just brilliant. Oh, oh yeah. Just oh, when when I saw, uh, I guess we can jump in how I got cast. But I, it was a post on backstage, and I saw Mutilator two, and I was like, is this a fan film? No. I'm like, no. There's no way. And then, you know, I rewatched the first one again just to get refreshed. I'm like, I have to apply to this movie. This has to be, you know, Buddy Cooper. And so I applied and didn't hear anything for a month. And about a month later, I get an email from the Buddy Cooper. And he's like, hey, Eric, uh, you want to do this You're role? Right. Yeah, I mean, it was no audition. You know, I'm fairly new. And I was like, are you sure you don't want you? This is just an offer. He's like, yeah, we want you. I said, OK, <laughs> I mean. Yes, yeah, yes. I was like, yes, like whatever you need, like I'll be there. I'm, I'm coming. I'm like, I'll, I'll be there. Yeah. Funny enough, like I said that to, when we were talking to Eva, she said it. She was like, I got the script, and then she had to send it to a manager and whatever. But she was like, I was in. It was happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it was actually Eva that that got me onto the mute later too. I seen her post on Instagram a while back. Oh yeah. And I had to be like, I was like, so I'd be a huge fan of the original one. I'd have it inside my top five in horror. That's awesome. Well, so it varies. It'd be inside top five. It'll be inside top ten, depending on how I'm feeling or what I'm in, what kind of mood I'm in. But it, it hasn't been outside the top ten. Like, I've seen it easily 150 times. That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. It, but, it, like, it, when it she is. put it up, I was like, mute letter two, and I was like, I was like, no. No. <laughs> I was like, how? Why? When? where when yeah. like let's go like we're ready i was like i was like so i, I wrote underneath and she's like yeah, oh yeah it's it's a second part and i was like my god <laughs> i know and then obviously 
from there I, I got my way through the cast I picked my way through the cast and I got to sit down it was great for me like I got to sit down with Buddy this year um, I got to sit down with Ruth Martinez uh, and Bill Hitchcock as well Bill. oh my gosh yeah. so it, it's been great and then obviously made other friends along the way with, with the new cast yeah it, that marriage of the new and the you know the original cast uh, Ruth and Bill like I, I could listen to their stories for hours I at one time I think we wrapped early and everybody was just kind of out doing their own thing and, and the pier that you see in the trailer it was a, an actual pier and you could go out and fish and everything so the cast would kind of wander out there and just watch the ocean and stuff and I bet I sat there for an hour just asking Bill and Ruth all these questions and just what's your experience what was it like did you did you know it was going to be an iconic movie and they're like no they're just so nonchalant and the sweetest yeah. people and it was just so cool that. yeah like I for me growing up like uh Ruth was always one of those people I was like yeah yeah <laughs> it was it was a, it was a mini childhood crush well not even childhood it was 12 or 13 when I watched the movie I was like, yep. Yeah. And then I got to sit down with her and she was just so nice and whatnot. I was like, damn. I was kind of hoping she'd be an arsehole or something along the way. I was like... <laughs> I know. Um, you You think that, but I mean, you just get with them and I mean, they just, they just, you just felt, we all felt like a family and I know that sounds cliche, but it was like an actual summer camp. We were all a family. We all got along. It was such a cool experience. I don't know if I'll ever have that again, honestly. But um, like the one, the one that really told us one of the better stories, not even the better stories, one of the funnier stories was, was our resident superstar, Carl Grasso. Oh God. <laughs> he, he, was saying, he was saying that they were out sitting on the thing and watching movies at night and stuff. Yep. And he's saying, sitting watching Young Frankenstein with Terry Kaiser and stuff. And I was like, that's just, See, that's the life. I, I missed that part. I I did not come in until, uh, I think it, it was their last two weeks of shooting. So I was coming in, and I guess I should have brought that up, getting to know everybody. I, I was like, you know when there's a TV show and it's like eight seasons and that one character just pops in? Like, I was that guy. Like, I was like... Hey, all these all these relationships are established, and I'm like just walking on my first date. I'm like, this is awkward. But so they, you're, you're the one that no one liked, <laughs> right? They're like, who is what? They're, hey, where's his scenes? Yeah, it was like what? And then they, I mean, within a day, I was right in right in the in, mix with them all. In in the words of the great Conor McGregor, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> That's what they're like. They're like, we've seen your picture, but we we just didn't think you were coming. I'm like, no, I'm here. What, what they should have done was stuck your picture on like a mannequin and just brought you around. Yeah, just brought me around, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, as I says, off camera as well, a lot of them spoke really highly of you and, and how nice you were to deal with stuff. That truly means so much. They, they, they took me under their wing. It was such, it was really cool as a young actor. It really was. Yeah, and then um, Eva, was, Eva was really high and talking about you. That was my set buddy. That we That's were... exactly what she said. Yep, we were set buddies. We, uh, the, the well, the rest of the cast left like the last couple of days, and it was just uh, there. There were a couple other cast members, but me and Eva, we would have kind of like in the makeup room. We would be there because her scene would shoot before mine or whatever. 
and we would just get to talk. I, I said during shooting, I said, you know what? We are like the same person, just you're female and I'm male. Like our mentalities are kind of the exact same when it comes to production did, stuff did and you, personal things. Did you just assume her gender? You can't do that these days. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Now, now we're going to get politically incorrect oh, and shoot. get canceled on this. Yeah. She agreed, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. I wouldn't be one of those type of people now, to be honest. But um, yeah, no, she spoke. She spoke really highly, and, and how good friends she's became quite quickly as well. Yeah. Um, but for me, from listening to every different person, from from Buddy to to Cheney Morrow to to Anna, everyone was just so close. Sorry, and Dan, big Dan, love Dan. Dan, yeah, Dan. Every, yeah. yeah it was it was a family i mean we will i think we will all in a way you know how jamie lee curtis talks about halloween i think yeah. that's that's what this will be to us like we will always have mutilator two and have our hats and everything and wear it with pride and we will say that that is our original family yeah it'd be nice now maybe in in a couple of years or even the end of this year when it comes out if it comes out this year yeah which... i which I hope I'm still I'm still trying to figure out. Someone has to give me a date somewhere. I'm uh how did they all phrase it? I, I know when you know. I try truly do, I know when you guys know, which is cool because or, or, or what I, I got told was uh because I've I've interviewed so many people now, if I find out first, I have to tell other people. Oh shoot. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. But yeah. for me, like everyone I know nobody knows because it's still with the distributors and buddy doing it doing the best he can for it and for me it, it's great to see that he didn't want to just go with this one because they offered this amount he wants the best for the movie for the actors because it's obviously his baby yes and you truly felt that on set buddy was so emotionally attached i found myself behind the monitors when i was when i was not filming watching him just honed in and just it was his baby, and and I'm I'm so glad you know I was there to watch that firsthand to watch a true artist take something he was so attached to and create it before my eyes. It was so beautiful. It was so poetic. Like just, yeah, it was cool. I mean, you're talking thirty, like you you was wrapped sort of end of last year, mm -hmm. so you're talking thirty eight years between the original, not even thirty nine years because they filmed in eighty three. Right. Um, well, so Rudy told me, and I, I, I was, I was gonna be thinking, and be like, yeah, I wasn't even born. I was still another seven years away from being born at that stage. But I held, I held back on that one. <laughs> but um, so you're talking about, say, forty years between the original and this one. So for Buddy to come back and reinvent this movie, um, because obviously, Mute Letter One. Right from the get-go, you know who the killer is. Yeah. And and obviously having Jack uh, as Big Ed was was brilliant, and he was vicious. Oh, oh, there was no remorse. Yeah, like I was talking, I spoke to a few people, not even just on Mute Letter Cast about it. Um, and obviously over the last year or so, we've had Terrifier. So sorry, last six years terrifier one came out in 16 mm -hmm. we had the infamous hacksaw scene 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you, have you seen Terrifier? I've seen bits and pieces. I haven't sat down and watched the whole thing. I've seen like like uh, like like edits and things of the kill scenes. So obviously that was the big one because it was in an indie horror. Mm-hmm. Um, that was extreme. And then Te- Te- Terrifier Two came out obviously last year with great success, and it has another one of those scenes. Um. Have you you've seen two? Have you? Yeah, I've seen the full thing in two. Yes, I did sit down and watch that one. Every everybody just you just know when you go Terrifier one, you say that scene, people know it. Uh, yep. You go Terrifier two, and you say that scene. Yep, you you know it's 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 wild. <laughs> I like I like in those two scenes, to mute later obviously with Connie's dead scene in mute later. With the gaff hook, yes. Yeah, it, it's it's rough. Yeah, especially I mean, for a, especially for a film in 1984 to do that with prosthetics, it was just brilliant. Yeah, it definitely still holds up till today. You know, I, I rewatched it right before we filmed, and I was like, "This is still." I mean, this is just so iconic. I just you could feel it. I mean, it was it was awesome. Yeah, it was brilliant. It even. Even to the point where, you know, where the cop gets killed. Yes. And yes. he takes the piece of wood through the cheek and you're like, Jesus Christ. He was not messing around. I mean, Big Ed was Big Ed, but goddamn. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, to now, to reinvent, and what I heard from, obviously, a lot of the cast, they won't, I don't want to be told anything, really. Um, I know people. I know people get killed, obviously yep. because it is what it is. But it's more of a, a meta horror now. It is. Yes, I'm not going to touch it because I'm not sure. I don't no, I want don't. Jeff to have my head. So I will just say it's very meta. You'll yep. be on the edge of your seat. Ben. <laughs> now I know. I know. I've been told it's more like a who done it. Oh, cool. Okay, so yeah. To an extent, yeah, that's I've heard that from a few different people. Um, it, it's closer to a who done it kind of way. Um, which aren't really my kind of movies, but I can get behind them. Obviously, Scream is a who done it mm-hmm. kind of way, uh, and there's a few others that I've watched that are like that. But for me now, this is going to be one. I'll sit and I'll watch it, and I'll sit and I'll watch it over and over again well i say that but it it has a good balance i think original fans of mutilator and will really appreciate it and then it'll also bring in new meta fans i there's a good balance that's that's what i'll say you know being on set and reading the script and stuff it has a a great balance i mean i i'd say i was probably one of the first people that watched the trailer um because I, I actually it came out in the middle of the night here for us oh okay. uh, obviously because of the time difference to the states but i set an alarm knew it was coming out at a certain time so i set an alarm woke up to watch the trailer and then went straight back to sleep and then woke up and watched it twice more the next morning and i nearly woke the wife up <laughs> like she was asleep and i was watching it so i put earphones in and you know the scene where they're on the dock or the, on the boardwalk and Art, Art the Clown is there. I was like, yes. 
I was like, what the fuck? Because yeah. I, I had to, I wrote to, who did I write to? I can't remember who I wrote to, and I was like, is that Art the Clown in Mutilator trailer? And they were like, maybe. And I was like, I was like, there's no maybe about it, that is or there isn't. <laughs> it may or may not, we, we are sworn to secrecy on this film, I will say that. I, well, that's not that's not a secret because no yeah. well i mean it's there yeah <laughs> yeah but they were even like i don't know I, that's your interpretation <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i also know who played art in the ad but oh, i'm not gonna cool. put that out there because i don't know if that's actually known knowledge but i know who it is and i was like what the absolute fuck because then that's when i started questioning as to what kind of movie it was i was like I was like, what the fuck is Art doing in this? And then I was like, is it David Howard Thornton? Who is obviously the big thing in horror at the minute. Uh, and then it, it, it obviously isn't. Right. No, no, but you can see that by the, the IMDb page. So that's not a spoiler. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, now that would have been pretty fucking cool. And put it into put it into the world of Damian Leone's world of Terrifier and stuff. Yeah, it's... but uh, I like what they're going for with this in the ad showing. I was like, well, here we go. I know, obviously, we're seeing it again now with the new Scream. Yep. Doing the same kind of thing because obviously the trailer drop for Scream has Freddy Krueger in it. It has Jason standing on the train. It has, I think it's a Michael Myers mask. I I think so. And then it had the well, of course, the girl from Ready or Not, which I mean, it would her dress. Yes, Marrow even, yeah. Yeah. And I might be wrong, but it looks as if there's a pinhead mask sitting further down. I think you're right. No, I'd have to, I'd have to actually sit and watch and get a clear picture of it. But when I seen the ad for a force, I was like, oh, look, here we go. And that's then obviously true. you have about 400 ghost face masks because it was the most, I'd say that's the most bought mask ever. Oh yeah, every Halloween here, it's just ghost face yeah. everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. But um, for me, when I seen the ads for the, for obviously for Mute Letter 2, I was like, oh yeah, here we go. Yeah, very meta. That's all I can say. I don't want to be the Tom Holland of the horror universe <laughs> where he's just blurting out. It's like, no, I'm just like, that was no. gas and you could see it in his face as well when he said it in that interview he was like yeah he's like uh he's like looking around he's like where's my producers and am i fired <laughs> I, i'm so fired for this i mean they can't exactly fire you now i no. mean i might fly to america and actually kill you if you ruin right fire. right <laughs> so i'm not sure what's worse i know it's yeah as an actor you gotta tread lightly especially when it's films like this you just gotta keep your mouth shut <laughs> It's gotta, it's gotta happen soon. And for me, like, it's gotta be worse because it's gotta drop in the states, and it mightn't come to me for a long time. Oh, that's true. Stay off the internet. <laughs> Stay off the internet. Yeah. No, I can't do that either. That's true. Ah, oh, true. If I stay off, if I stay off the internet, I don't get guests, and if I don't get guests, well, I mean, I can do the show without guests, but sometimes it's, it's just fun having guests. And I, I really don't want to have to illegally stream it. 
Sorry, <laughs> you're not allowed. You're not allowed to legally stream it. Right. But you know what I mean, especially the fact that I've actually had to sit down with people, and I don't want to take away from. Like, I wouldn't say it's indie horror, but it's not mainstream horror either. Right. So it's kind of in that sweet spot in between where everyone that buys it, everyone that rents it, everyone that goes to see it are helping everybody that's in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. What, I don't know what way it works over there in terms of pay, whether you get paid by the people that view it or you've been paid a set amount, whatever. But you can understand where like people can sit and illegally stream things and like view illegally stream Avatar, right? Yep. It's not going to kill James Cameron. No, he's he's you know I mean? made his money. Right, right, yeah. Because we're in that middle spot that it's like, yeah. well... Where, like, I've had indie directors on and I've had, like, people that have had budgets of five, ten grand for films. And if you started legally streaming those movies and, like, you're taken away from them, like, don't get me wrong, I'm not condoning, I'm not condoning illegal streaming of movies you do youtube don't kick me off <laughs> um but you can see what i mean like the, the gap distance between it coming out in the states and to me could be six months could be a year that's true yeah the distribution like, yeah like we had Stephen lamart crystal crystal martin and tatiana bluchel who were three integral parts the director the main actress and the effects for the main one on and i had them on and i've been told now that that won't be coming out till christmas this year oh wow ish hopefully wow so, you know what i mean and yeah like, okay the whole and i don't want to sit and try and find a stream of it i'm like no i'll wait right but if I have to wait that long for the mute later, somebody, some guest that I have on could be like, oh yeah, this happens in it. And I'll be like, click. I will end your life. <laughs> I will end never a guest again. Don't do it. I'll end, I'll end it. What'll I do? I'll start putting shit out that you didn't even say. <laughs> I will bury you. I will bury you. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome everybody tribute. watching this that is going to be a future guest, do not, do not, no spoilers of Mutilator 2 because it'll be over. It's done. <laughs> the G-Man is very, very easy. <laughs> yes. And once once I'm gone, that's it. I, I just won't stop. I won't stop. That's awesome. But um, obviously you've said you've had a great time on set and whatnot. Yeah, it's such a, I, it'll be one of those, if, Hopefully, if I, my career continues, which I hope, I will always look back on this I mean, one. And if say, it continues, when? I hope so. When it continues, when? that's true. I'm really bad at that. I need to say when it continues. Positive mindset. Absolutely. When? <laughs> Absolutely. I will always look back at this and just smile. Oh, big grin and yeah, it's awesome. Even Carl, like Carl Grasso said that as well. He says, my name is attached to this. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got so emotional when... As an actor, I, I, I'm sure you interview a lot of people. It's This industry is hard. You get so many no's. And sometimes in your career, the right one comes along. And it's iconic and it's a beautiful thing. It's a family-oriented thing. And you see your name attached to it on the poster. 
you lose it. I, I, I shed a few tears because I just couldn't believe it. And, and Fangoria was doing articles, you know, I grew up reading Fangoria. And for me to even be associated, it was very emotional for me. Very. Somebody's cutting onions in here. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm a very emotional person. Hence why I'm an actor, but yeah. Especially when you look at it, right? Mutilator has such a cult following that it was always going to get those people, right? Like myself. Um, now, don't get me wrong. The amount of sort of horror that I watch in general I'd have watched it anyway, even if I wasn't a fan of the first one. Surely to watch something. Yeah. Um, you'll get new fans because obviously you're saying it's meta and it's this. And then you'll find fans in the middle that have spoken to me and I've said, well, go watch this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like Carl hadn't seen Mute Later. My co-host hadn't seen it. Oh, wow. Until I pestered him to do it. Um, do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I, he'll obviously we've been involved with the with the with the the movie now that I'm imagining he'll watch it. They'll watch it now. There's no doubt he'll watch it. But like I know I'll watch it. Do you know what I mean? And then I can recommend yeah. it to people. Now it, it could be a bit biased coming from me because of how much I love it, and I can't exactly turn around. I haven't interviewed like ten people from the thing being like, yeah, it's shit, don't watch it. <laughs> I know, I'm pretty, to be fair, I'm pretty honest with movies, like, I've, I've done ones with people, and I've like, did you, did you like the movie? Not really. Right. You know, that's that's the beautiful thing about filmmaking, everybody can have their opinions, and then it's it's just, it's it comes with the trade, but yeah, Mutilator 2, it's gonna be... Everyone, everyone can have their opinion, but yeah. if you say Mutilator and Mutilator 2 is bad, it's a wrong opinion. Right, absolutely. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause we're biased. I mean, I'm, I, I will say, I'm like, you're wrong. Get out of here. <laughs> I, I, I've been known to do that from time to time. You can have your opinion. It might be wrong, but you can have it. Right. You can have it, but we're, we're just going to agree to disagree. <laughs> but, um, we'll start to wind it down a little bit now. Um, so obviously we've, we've had our chat beforehand, which is normally at the end for us where we, we kind of just go off and put, as it says, oh. that's the best thing about having no script. You just kind of see where the conversation takes you. Yeah, yeah, I like things um, like this. It's really yeah. cool. But like, as it says, it's it's gonna be amazing. Uh, you're talking about forty years, nearly in the difference. Um, be interesting to see how Buddy adapted and how he changed to suit the times. And now, having spoke to him and stuff, I'd imagine it's gonna be phenomenal. Fans are going to love it. Yeah. Now, I'm going to hold you to that. So if I don't like it, I Come want on. a refund from you. Yes, personally. that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what happens? I'll buy it. Say I don't like it. Get my refund from you. And then turn around and be like, no, I do like it. Uh, messaging Eric Six. Give me my... <laughs> I want my money back. Like, all right. No problem. You've already been paid. I want my money back. Yep. <laughs> Uh, That's awesome. Um, but like, as it says, you've said the cast were all lovely and everyone had quite lovely things to say about yourself as well and everybody else, obviously. Um, everyone seemed to be really close. Um, and obviously, I've kind of nailed my hat on to this movie for a while. Yep. And I'm sure I'm sure Air fans are like, another Mute Letter person? <laughs> yeah, 
and I'm gonna keep going and I'll keep going and I'll keep going. Actually, I'm not really pretty sure we had, we might not have any more, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> might might try and get people back when it when it actually comes out and I get to see it. Oh yeah, that'll be cool. Great faction. Get, get loads of people on. <laughs> yes, get us all on at once. I don't know if that'd be too chaotic. <laughs> Imagine the scenes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as I says, it's been great to have you on. Um, and you're more than welcome back. Absolutely anytime. Thank you. It was an honor. I appreciate you having me. And more so, like when when guests come back like a second time, and whatnot. The episodes. It's not that they're not fun the first time, but there's more stuff to cover normally the second time it's just kind of like wing it and see where it goes right <laughs> yeah like pre we pretty much winged the start of it yeah but again no script no one can say you're doing something wrong it's my show right. and i don't care <laughs> so i like this you, is cool you, you can send the complaints to me and uh i know where they go i i so but like um yeah, as it says, absolutely anytime you want to come back on, even just to shoot the shit. Cool. Yeah, yeah uh, you're more than welcome. Thank you. Yeah, I this mean, is... you've, you've lost a light behind you now. <laughs> I know, I know, it's going down. It's time to change this <laughs> from water to something else to Friday night. <laughs> water to wine. Yeah, water to wine. <laughs> wine yeah. yeah, I'm not a huge. Yeah, nah. No. Spirits, maybe. Oh, get yeah. yourself get yourself some grey goose and ice. <laughs> Couple of yeah boys. Heck Towards yeah. the great Chris Jericho. That's awesome. Yeah. Um but as I said, I look extremely look forward to the movie coming out. Um I wish you every success with your career. If not if and when, but when it explodes. And I have no doubt that it will, coming off the back of this and whatever else is going for you. Now do the business part here have you mm -hmm. anything else upcoming that you'd like to plug yes um i or that have... you're allowed plug <laughs> yeah you're good no i have two other um films i have filmed this year um another horror anthology series i think you will um like it's called it's titled fresh hell i don't know um they're still in the post-production processes i uh, filmed it during um thanksgiving over thanksgiving um in november so it's it's a three-part uh, film with three different uh, sub-genres within the horror genre. So that's pretty cool. Keep out, look for that. And then I just wrapped a short film titled Three Quarters Dead. So that should be coming out soon. So yeah, two more. As soon, as, soon as they're coming out, let me know and we'll thing. Or if you want, what you can do is send on the links to them and we'll pop them over free. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Eric, it's been it's been fun. Absolutely been fun. It's been a great episode again. Um, and obviously, will you can find Eric on Instagram? On was it? It's at Eric Six. Yeah, at Eric Six and then the number six. I mean, the fact that you didn't put a toward <laughs> six in there really annoys me. <laughs> you let that one slip, man. I know, I know. There's so much. People are like, why didn't you do this? I'm like, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Hindsight's a great thing. It is. Cool. Yeah. But th this has been your uh, On The Slab for this Friday evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to finish this the way I finish every episode. In the words of the great George A. Romero, ladies and gentlemen, Ooh. stay scared. <laughs>